Tips from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children have led to charges against the Lafayette man. I think as we get into the overnight hours, uh, we're probably going to see a few more snow showers develop. There's a little disturbance here in Missouri. He was arrested on a warrant for dealing cocaine at Worley's Inn on South 3rd Street, Logansport. He's the Democratic candidate running for state representative and district. Initially, Judge Steve Myers sentenced Stephen Burns to 70 years behind bars. But before he left the courtroom, the sentence was even longer. Oh, we're on? Oh, we're on? Oh, shit. Oh, this mic. Hold on. Hold on just one second. There we go. Um, welcome back to the live from the 765 podcast. That was a janky intro, but I'm keeping it because you should not have to be somebody else. Just be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's get into this week's stories. Love that intro. I'm going to talk about it every episode probably. And you're going to be like, okay, yeah, we get it. Yeah, you love that song. Yeah, we get it. Well, I do. So um, let's start it out, man. I'm going to start out on the wrong foot and you're going to understand why. Um, Authorities say they've actually confirmed that a human foot found in April in a pond in northwestern Indiana was that of a missing Indianapolis area woman. This is out of Crown Point. Police responded in Crown Point after a fisherman reported snagging what appeared to be a human foot. Can you imagine, like, just, it's a beautiful day, and you're, you know, you got your Bud Light and your tackle box, and you're going out, and you're like, I'm going to catch me a bass today. And then you get someone's foot with a moon ring on the toe. I'm really sorry. I shouldn't be laughing. Officers determined that the remains were human and a distinct tattoo led authorities to believe that the remains belonged to a 30-year-old woman, Naja Farrell of Avon, rest in peace, who has been missing since mid-March. They said that Wednesday, the identification was confirmed by DNA analysis and comparison. Um, She left early for work and never made it. Her vehicle was found abandoned in Indianapolis. Um, so I'm really sorry for actually laughing because it's not funny. Um, I'm just saying like the situation of, um, you know, casting out and then like be like, oh, man, my line's stuck on something. And then it was somebody's like big toe. Um, that's just a very bizarre situation. So I'm not being disrespectful. But I guess no one's really telling me that I, you know, whatever you you said. You, I, OK, moving on. Um. I know last um, last episode we talked about the Delphi homicide new direction. Um, the state police are, you know, they're going on a new direction to figure out um, who the murderer is. They put out new audio, video, and a sketch. Um, and so what the issue now is, is that the Carroll County Sheriff's Office is asking people to stop posting side-by-side comparisons of people who look like the murder sketch on social media. I guess really all I have to say is, well, don't look like him. But also if you're changing your, you know, the way that you look, they're probably going to be like, hey man, where were you? Um, I was in Georgia, so... Um, the sheriff actually said this actually has been a problem since the beginning of the investigation more than two years ago. While social media has played a positive role in the murder investigation, it also has been a hindrance. The department also took to social media, posting on its Facebook page on Tuesday morning, asking people to stop posting these comparisons. 
They said, put yourself in that person's position. How would you feel if you were the one being advertised and not necessarily in a good way? That's actually true. That would blow because especially if you actually look like him, if you like, even if you're looking at the sketch and you're like, I kind of look like that, except my eyes are a little bit more cockeyed to the left, but everything else like kind of lines up. Yeah. You wouldn't want someone coming in and saying that was you. So um, if you do have a tip about, um, about the murder uh, and you think someone does look like your murders, um, if you think someone does look like, you know, the sketch or whatever, there's, you know, an actual place where you can go. Um, there's a tip hotline, so please do that. Um, moving on, the Madam Carol is ready to roll despite damages. Indiana's largest boat is still working on repairs from minor damages this weekend. The captain had too many Long Island iced teas. Do you know what I'm saying? News 18 reported Monday night about the low-speed collision with some structures on shore, but the Madam Carol co-owners, Chris Peters and Chris Leahy, are anticipating it to be better than ever this season. Chris Leahy, um, I could also say uh, Trailer Park Boys Leahy, and he's an alcoholic, so that would make sense. And they probably are, um, they're probably related, if I had to assume. But, um... A lot of things going on in that in that lake, let alone the the old Madame Carol. And I have never been. I've only I've always heard good things. Apparently they got they got drinks. You go out there, you get a little butt wild, get a little get a little dirty leg going. Um, and apparently it's a good time. I guess they have like sunset cruises and stuff like that. I don't know. Someone needs to get online and look that up because, I mean, I've done it before, but. Um, I think everybody needs to go out to the Madam Carol, especially now that it's got some repairs going on. But here's my favorite story of the week. It's not really my favorite story of the week. It's really just to let you guys know that if you are causing injuries by opening a vehicle door into the path of a cyclist, you could be fined up to $1,000 in West Lafayette. So, uh, I would stop doing that if I were you, because not only are you, you're, you're fucking up somebody's Wednesday for sure. Can you imagine like, Hey man, how's it been going this week? It's been going good, except I was hit in the face with a Dodge charger door. So it hasn't been that great. You've heard of rain dances. Uh, we need to stop doing the rain dances. We need to do the sun dances. I don't know. With the rain dances, they would, you know, the Native Americans would dance around the fire and, and they'd be like half naked. So what we need now is a bunch of white girls to put on a whole bunch of clothes and then run around um, a fire and like chant stuff from Starbucks. And hopefully we'll get the sun back out because what's happening, and this is a little fun fact for you guys, um, the rainfall is actually not doing good for farming. Uh, because generally late April through like early May, uh, that's the prime time for planting. So only 2% of the state crops have been planted, and the average for this year is 20%. So should have listened to Al Gore, y'all, because now, you know, now it's getting scary. Also, um, if you're coming into town for Purdue's commencement weekend, just don't. Just don't this year. Um, Facebook Live it. 
or Instagram live it and just be like, hey, mom and dad, look at this. I did. I, I walked across the stage. Woo. They're in Cabo um, because the commencement is actually expected to bring in the most crowded weekend for Airbnb in the Tippecanoe, like in history. I guess last year the Airbnbs were packed to the rafters like a gay club in West Hollywood. Um, and now they're going to be even more packed. Now it's going to be like a gay bar in San Francisco. Do you see the difference? But um, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be packed, bruh. Bruh. It's going to be bad. So just um, get, you know, get ready for that. Um, we also need to know about the la- on the last day of the 2019 Indiana legislative session, the bill or a bill legalizing the production of hemp in the state of Indiana passed successfully. Oh, what's up, dude? One more step, dude, to me going up and taking a little private bowl in my shower, dude, going up there, dude. And I will tell you this, dude. There's nothing better than some squeegee DGs, dude. You go up there, you take a nice bowl of the squeegee DGs, dude, and then you go upstairs, dude, and you go, oh, let's turn on that Netflix and sleep, dude. And you turn on Netflix and you sleep, dude. Okay. But to be completely honest with you, uh, the bill is legalizing the production of hemp in the state of Indiana. Uh, So Governor Eric Holcomb... Uh, signed the bill into law on Thursday. Um, apparently, it's really like, you know, it, well, actually, you should probably think President Trump. I know, I know, I'm freaking the Democrats out. I'm freaking the liberals out. I will never, that's not my president. Okay, man. Well, I'll thank him for you. Um, President Trump legalized the production of industrial hemp at the federal level back in December. But back then, the status of the bill was still a maybe here in Indiana. Which, go figure, we just legalized alcohol sales on Sunday. Do you think that we were the first ones in line to sign the new bill? Like, oh yeah, no, we're ready. Oh, we're ready. Oh, we've been good. We're good. Yeah, no. Um, Now that it has been signed into law, it does open doors for Indiana farmers. So that's pretty cool. It actually gives new avenues for farmers to, um, you know, to to grow it and to... um, uh, No, it's not going to get you high. I know, Dad. Dad, I'm so upset about that, Dad. I will still have to import it through my friend Dale through Colorado, dude. It, it just sucks, dude. I want to move out to Colorado. I want to move out there. But, like, like it's just harder, dude. Like, I got to get I gotta save my money, dude. And, uh, and I'm supposed to go to the Colt World Series this year, dude. So, um, now, here's what's uh, kind of annoying. This girl... Uh, Beckerman, I'm trying to figure out what her very first name, just so I can, it's probably what I think it is, you know what I mean? Okay, Uh, Beckerman, Beckerman, where is this? Where does it say this? Oh, Jana, Jana, Jana Beckerman. She's, um, she works at Purdue, Jana, um, and hey, I'm I'm calling you out, Jana, because she said I don't think hemp will be as big of as a cash cow as people are thinking it's gonna be. What really needs to happen in the very short term is where does this material go? Who's going to process it, and what products can be formed? Oh wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it really doesn't matter if she <laughs> she might have said that. That might be somebody else. Either way, the point is don't bring that negativity in my life, Jana. Because it's going to be the cash cow. It's going to be the revolution. Okay? Do you understand how many people probably... Sm- well, 
This is truth. Do you know how many people smoked oregano thinking that it was weed and that it would get them high? Let alone actual cannabis that won't get you high. This is just a cash cow for every drug dealer that doesn't want to lose their supply of real weed. Can I get an amen? I'm listening. Say it. I thank you. I heard you. I heard you. Um. Oh, okay. I'm really excited about this. The Escape Velocity Brewing is finally opening its new home in Lafayette. Um, it's an all-vegan, all-vegetarian brew pub in Indiana. Okay, so I'm not that excited because I'm not vegan or vegetarian. I just really like when we have local pubs. Speaking of local pubs, there's a guy who is trying to steal my idea. And I've been thinking about this idea for a while. And um, apparently he got he just he got the jump on me because now he's trying to get a pedal pub in West Lafayette. I was thinking about this. I've been thinking about this all the time. Ugh, I've been thinking about this all the time. And now this guy's trying to get in and get in here. And he's out in Illinois. Ain't that some shit? I was thinking about a brew pub, brew pub, a brew, whatever. You know what I'm saying? A pedal pub, whatever. Do you know how much fun you could have on a day, like on a Saturday before everybody starts um, getting too hammered, like when we're still on the uprise, like when you can go to Breakfast Club and you're having a good time before you do like your first puke? I saw the funniest thing. Um, I went to Breakfast Club one time and I watched this woman who was so drunk puke in a trash can and then look around like she didn't just puke. And, like, kind of, like, sat there like it was, like, a style. Like, I mean, this is, like, literally in the middle of Brothers. And she's, like, sitting on there like, yeah, I did that, but I don't think anybody saw me. I'm like, girl, you're surrounded by 45 people. Everybody saw you. And then she kind of, like, walked away like she didn't just puke nonchalantly. So, I mean, that's fun. But either way, um, I wanted that to be my idea as well. Apparently, he's better than me because, you know, why not? Um, I don't know. I don't know what else that there is to to say. There's not really anything um, new going on. I um, I'm just living it, living life and loving it. Um, I keep saying what I am getting annoyed at is I keep saying that I'm gonna um get people on here and I haven't. And I think about it all the time. Like I think about it all the time. But what I need is, and if you are listening, um, please, like, message me or whatever. What would you guys want us to talk about? Do you want me to, like, do um, local stories? And then we can kind of, like, talk about the local stories and laugh? Or do you just want us to talk about life and love and um, if what we should name the two-speed uh, slides at the Cove? We could do that, too. By the way, if you haven't driven past the, the Cove, um, you definitely should because they're actually making these, um, like, things. Like, the speed things, the speed slides, they're becoming a real thing, and it's actually pretty dope because I thought the only thing new that was going to be there was, like, a place where you could get condoms for free because look at the people who are there and just, yeah, I mean, you understand what I'm saying. Go to the Cove and just look around. If you need a mood booster, if you're like, I'm just not feeling that great about myself today, walk by the Cove. You don't even have to go in. Just walk by and look through the gates. And if you're thinking like, oh my gosh, is he talking about me? Probably. 
probably. And if you're like, that's not me, I'm not talking about you. That's how it goes. In 1999, J.L. Anderson Heating and Cooling began serving the greater Lafayette, Indiana community. And since that first year, they've grown into a company that has much to offer to homeowners and business owners alike. Their exceptional staff and high-quality product line allows them to provide the finest HVAC service and installation to all of their clients. Over the years, they've served thousands of customers, both commercial and residential. Call J.L. Anderson Heating and Cooling today.